Welcome to the Awareness Offerings Podcast, a weekly offering of yoga philosophy discussion and guided meditation for the moments we're living in. I'm your host, Laura Tara Davy Joplin. I'm a yoga and meditation teacher, spiritual social media strategist, and integrative counselor, working to integrate the principles of the spiritual path into every aspect of my work and my life. This podcast is an extension of that work as I navigate the world as a white woman devotee of yoga, living at many intersections of privilege, living in the West, and trying to live with awareness. Thank you for joining me in this work. You're listening to episode 47, Unconditionally Checking In. Hello, it's that time of the week. Happy to be here with you and welcome you to another awareness offering. If you would like to support the Awareness Offerings podcast, the best ways to do so are to rate, subscribe, and or leave a, leave a review with whatever platform you're listening uh, with on words. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Words are already hard and we're right at the beginning of this pod. So we'll see how this goes. But those are the best ways to support to help people find the show. Um, And of course, you can share word of mouth or on social media uh, to help people find the show. And all of that just, just supports the sort of the the practice, the, the, the dissemination of yoga philosophy and meditation on this platform. So thank you for doing it. Thank you for being here. And let's get into it. Let's get here and move into our opening practice of singing the sound of Om one time. Om is the sound that means consciousness. It is said to be the hum of the universe. So asking kind of to broaden our our lens the lens through which we look and perceive through uh, for at least the next few minutes from you know thought and and the immediate into consciousness and and something a little bit bigger than us so you can do this by singing om out loud or you can just listen if you're coming along i'll invite you to get your body into a comfortable position You could choose to close your eyes, or you might just take a soft gaze, just looking down the tip of your nose or toward the floor. And then if it's available to you, you might take a deep breath in through your nose. And a full breath out through your nose, just clearing some space for this practice. And then we'll inhale for one sound of OM. Thank you for joining me in that practice and now for this week's discussion so unconditionally checking in i named this episode that because it kind of it's an amalgamation of the two things i'm discussing um but it also when i put them together like that it forms a whole new concept that feels really um supportive and really timely and helpful um with both with what i'm gonna share about with you today and just you know in the world that we continue to live in so first I'm just, I'm, I'm doing a little self-disclosure um, in this podcast episode, which is something I do quite often. I use my stories, my experiences, the insights that are offered to me um, by whatever source that's bigger than me. You know, I use that as, as a jumping off point to discuss and share um, these practices on this podcast. And 
it's interesting to think about doing that because I'm also studying to become a social worker. I'd like to be a clinician, a psychotherapist under the sort of the umbrella of social work. Uh, And one of the things we're kind of taught not to do a lot is self-disclosure because in a helping space, in a therapeutic setting, um, it is we are we are a, a, a tool. We are an instrument, a mirror. We are there to reflect the client back to themselves, um, to sit with the client in a space of unconditional presence, um, and and work collaboratively toward the goal of their empowerment. And so, one, it's just not about us, and so that self disclosure um, isn't relevant a lot of the time. And also, it um, because of the nature of a therapeutic relationship, sort of the vulnerable and intimate and deep nature of that kind of relationship, anything we say to a client can be, um, it's, it's easier for the client to try to make meaning out of that and read into it. Um, and that can add some, some stickiness, some confusion, um, and, and put things between the client and therapist that might not even be there. Um, so those are some reasons behind the, 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 the the discouragement in general of self-disclosure in the social work field although there are practitioners clinicians who will say that if it is an appropriate um and therapeutic use of self-disclosure that sometimes there is a way to do it in a way that does help the client and really kind of keeps the humanness um in a relationship and really just disconfirms any feelings that a client has that maybe they're alone in something so there are times when it's appropriate but in general um we're taught not to self-disclose and i share that because it's really interesting to be working really um diligently in that container where i'm really watching myself and and developing myself into this kind of empty vessel to be a tool to help other people while also at the same time I do this podcast every week where I'm using my stories and my stuff I am self-disclosing in order to to share and to help people in a different way and it's all like it all goes toward the same aim of helping people but the paths are so different and it's really really interesting to observe that and all that is to say as i sit here and get ready to use self disclosure again to use my own stories um to to provide uh, a container for some discussion and practice on this podcast there's a part of me that's like oh i'm self disclosing too much because i have that that social work training um, but I, I actually, I sit and feel really grateful that I have the space to do this, to have a different kind of container than what I'm used to in the therapeutic setting, where I have the space to kind of allow me to be in it a little bit more, which isn't to say it's a bad thing that I'm not in it in the social work realm. It's a good thing and it is appropriate and useful and it's what I want. And it's really sweet to have this place where I can kind of go to the other end of things and, and, but for the same purpose, like use my stories and my insights and my life, um, for, for a similar purpose of, of helping folks, but in a different way, because another thing that comes to my mind is that this is not therapy, right? I am not providing mental health services here. This is a container for discussion and practice. And so it's all good, right? To be self-disclosing. So there's my little monologue on on my continued dance with with using my own stories as I share practices. And now I'm going to do it again (laughs) Um, because unconditionally checking in. That's what's been going on with me right now. 
I have had a couple of moments in the last couple days where I've my my lens, my perception has really zoomed out for whatever reason, and I've been able to see myself and see how I'm living and what I'm acting like and thinking like and what I'm doing, um, and and really see that not in comparison, but next to on the same timeline as ways that I have acted and thought. Before I've, I'm seeing the way I'm in the world now, um, next to the ways that I've been previously, previous patterns, and I'm really able to see some growth moments right now. And one of them is, you know, in the fact that, well, first before I say that, I just want to really point out that this is, it's been a period of really checking in. And it's cool, right? It sounds really simple, but now that I'm living it in a really profound way where I have this broader awareness of how I've been, you know, living my life, it's really cool to just stop and to check in. So I've been doing that. And one of the ways that I have been able to check in is, um, you know, I've been in sort of an interpersonal situation where, where some stuff has come up with another human being and we've, we've bumped up against each other and I've been, you know, navigating how to communicate with them. And I, there was a moment where I was really feeling like my, my stuff, my patterns, my pain, whatever you might call it, was really activated. Something that was going on in this interpersonal dynamic really touched on my pain and I felt it. It was getting kicked up and I was really in that space um, where my, my pain and my patterns were very present. And instead of acting on that and, and um, communicating with this person from that place, I noticed it. And I said, okay, I see that. I'm going to go to bed. It was nighttime. So I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to see how this feels tomorrow. I'm going to witness it rather than needing to do anything about it. Because it seems like when I just witness things, inevitably something unfolds and the next step forward becomes clear. So I chose to do that. And I woke up the next day and things continued to unfold. But even that night, in that moment where I made the choice, that was a check-in moment where I my lens zoomed out for a moment and I was able to see, okay, wow, I actually didn't react the same way that I used to or would have in the past. Because normally, if my pain was really activated and I was in conversation or trying to be in communication with another person, I would bring that right into the communication. I would kind of lay it on them a little bit and, and ask for my feelings to be validated or, or whatever you know reaction I might have, which isn't necessarily bad, but it's pretty cool when, when you can be different, right? Even if it's not a, a pattern that's necessarily bad, if it's one that's really repetitive and we have these moments where we can notice, oh, I'm actually acting differently than I did before, that's pretty cool. And I saw myself not reacting, not immediately needing to continue to be in the space with this other person. I was able to witness, put it down and, and let it unfold, which was really growth for me. And so that was a check-in. That was, that was a check-in moment that happened recently. And then this morning as well, another kind of check-in and a really profound one at that happened where I was sitting in some morning meditation on my bed and I, you know, there was some thoughts and some experiences moving through and I wasn't pushing them away, but I was just, you know, witnessing them, letting them come, not really grabbing onto them either, hopefully. <laughs> um, and I was just noticing and witnessing the ways that uh, I 
give unconditional love. I, I'm in a position where um, some relationships are at the forefront now that have really taught me about unconditional love. There are certain people in my life that have taught me so much about unconditional love because they, they come around and no matter what, no matter what the dynamic is, no matter what's happened between us, no matter what they've done or I've done or they've said or I've said, I just adore them. And I feel this just fluid, non-obligated, just open drive to just support them and love them unconditionally. And there are people in my life that are just like that for me. And those relationships have kind of come back to the forefront in a way that I'm really noticing the ways that I, the people that really inspire unconditional love in me in a way that's really straightforward and easy, because of course, all people deserve unconditional love, but there are just some people with whom it's just so natural. And those are really prominent in my life right now. So I'm noticing in med- you know in general but in this meditation i was noticing the the ways that i give unconditional love and i observed that and then it felt very natural in that moment in meditation to just turn it back toward myself to say and yeah it's really beautiful that this love is flowing outward in this external way to other people don't forget it goes to you too and in that moment, it felt really, it was almost like I could palpably feel this, this actual loving energy, which from my understanding with what I've been taught by my spiritual teachers, it's a tangible, real energy. I could feel it kind of turn around from the flowing outward to these other people that inspire my uncondi- unconditional love and just flow right back into my heart. And I was able to really receive that. And it wasn't, you know, tied up in a lot of, what ifs or shoulds or narratives or shame around whether or not I really deserved this simple, big, powerful, lovely energy of unconditional love that I was feeling. It was just natural. It just happened. I said, yeah, and I get that too. It's not just about how I, what my output is, how much unconditional love I can give. It is about that in some way because that's really important. But it's also about my receiving that. And I just let myself do it in a really simple and sweet way. And that was another check-in moment where my lens, and it's still happening. I'm processing it in real time because it was today. But my lens zoomed out and I was able to see, wow, it was really straightforward for me to give myself unconditional love. How amazing. How cool. And so these these couple of check-in moments have been happening for me this week where I'm just reacting, I'm moving, I'm living, I'm thinking differently than I would before or would have before. My patterns are changing and I believe that's always happening for all of us. You know, transformation is the nature of life. Time is always passing and things are always changing. So we're all always transforming whether we know it or we like it or not. But for those of us who are, you know, studying meditation or yoga or any kind of contemplative art or are in are on any kind of spiritual path, we are for sure transforming all the time and we're actually engaging with that process consciously. So we're always transforming. But I'm really having these moments where I'm able to tangibly see the ways that my transformation is happening. They're really palpable and really noticeable. 
And I know it's not always going to be like this. And so I just feel all the more gratitude for that. I'm like, this is amazing. I'm being really blessed with this really supportive, uplifting awareness of my own growth right now. Thank you, life. (laughs) So that's what's happening. (laughs) And I'm having these check-in moments. And then as I thought about, you know, sharing this on this podcast today, that amalgamation came to my mind. I'm, I'm talking about checking in, checking in with myself, and I'm also talking about unconditional love. That's one of the, the things that I've noticed as I check in. So I just kind of, as my creative mind does, I put the two things together and I came up with unconditionally checking in, just as a cute, clever little name for the podcast. But when I actually put those two things together, I realized that that's actually a whole beautiful teaching in its own. Because, you know, it's not always going to be like this. This moment in time where it's so easy for me to give myself unconditional love. Life is going to happen. Things are going to get sticky. Inevitably, it's not going to, you know, feel this easy. So, and I, I, I say that to validate that that's true for all of us. There, there are times when it flows and times when it's sticky. So I don't, you know, want to put my unconditional love for myself in this day up on a pedestal as if that is the ultimate goal or is always achievable. But what I when I put the two, you know, concepts that I'm talking about today together and I came up with unconditionally checking in, I realized that that is achievable, I think. Even if we can't unconditionally love ourselves, even if we're, you know, noticing that we are responding in ways that we have before, if we are moving from a place of pain and are, you know, falling into our old patterns, even if that's happening, or we're noticing that we're growing and we're not responding from the same patterns, no matter what's going on, we can always check in. We can unconditionally check in with ourselves. We can unconditionally be present with ourselves because that's what unconditional, you know, unconditionally checking in means. And my understanding, both based on personal experience and study on the spiritual path and from what my my many incredible teachers have taught me, is that unconditional presence is both the foundation and the precursor to unconditional love. Unconditional presence is both the foundation and the precursor to unconditional love. So our practice is going to be a little different today. It's not going to be the most formal meditation ever. Um, Even still, this will be a moment where we shift from discussion into practice. So if you're not in a place where you can pause, you may want to pause the podcast and come back. But we're going to do some unconditional checking in. And again, it doesn't have to be like formal meditation. From wherever you are, if you're safe and able to do so, I'm just going to invite you to close your eyes right now. If you don't want to close your eyes, cool. Just take a soft gaze. Look down the tip of your nose or toward the floor. And we'll unconditionally check in. You might come to your breath as a, as a real tangible touch point to help you check in. No changes needed to the breath. Just observing that it's happening. Witnessing that you're inhaling as you breathe in. And witnessing that you're exhaling as you breathe out. As a way of inviting yourself to a center point. Mind, body, and awareness in one place. Which makes it easier to check in. And first you just witness that that 
you know, quality and texture of your breath, just as it is right now. You might also begin to witness your body, what physical sensations you feel today, checking in unconditionally, no right or wrong way to feel. You might notice any emotional realities or sensations that are present for you today and just notice where in your body you feel them. You might notice the energy that's with you and a part of you today. You might even notice your thoughts. They are part of your experience. Just witnessing them come and go just as the breath does. And from this place, we check in. We continue to check in. I'll invite you to just broaden your lens a little and think about the way that you've been moving through the world right now. Is there any place where you can pinpoint that you are reacting differently, responding differently? Because responding is really what we're going for. Responding has intention. Reactivity is kind of just, it's, it's a little less conscious. So notice if you're responding differently than you would before to certain familiar patterns or situations or people or thoughts. Give yourself credit for that if there is something that you notice. Notice if you're not, if there are patterns that are continuing to be repetitive and know that it's okay. You're still checking in unconditionally. And then also take a moment to notice if there are any places in your life where you're really giving love or support unconditionally. If there are any relationships or situations or people where it's really easy for you right now just to let love flow. Give yourself credit for that as well, for having a heart that loves and invite yourself to remember to turn that back toward yourself. It might feel so natural to do so in this moment, to imagine that love energy, however you see it in your mind, literally making a U-turn and coming right back towards your heart. It might feel really, really difficult to do that right now. Maybe not even doable, so you just set the intention for doing it someday. Because that's what unconditional means. Even if it's not an unconditional love right now, just an unconditional check-in. Seeing yourself as you are, giving yourself credit and support where you can, noticing where, you know, things still feel a little stuck and knowing that that is really okay too. Just unconditional presence with yourself for just a moment here. And when you think about sitting with yourself in unconditional presence, notice where you feel that. For me, I feel it in the center of my chest, the energetic center of the heart. From here, in this unconditional moment of just checking in, just for a moment, let's take a breath in. Let's sigh it out, clearing, grounding breath. Let's do that twice more. 
one more time. You can begin to blink your eyes open. Coming back to the external, having done some internal checking in. Even with your external senses a little more at the forefront, maybe working on a balance of still prioritizing the noticing of what you feel internally. Having given yourself just even a moment of your unconditional presence. It matters. And it gives us more room to give unconditional presence to others, which is the foundation and the precursor for unconditional love. And Lord knows we need more of that. Thank you so much for helping to generate presence and love in a moment of checking in with me. Thank you for joining me for this awareness offering and for going into embodied practice with me. You can find me on social media at Laura Tara, L-A-U-R-A-T-A-R-A on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. My intro and outro music was created by none other than my very own brother, Oxella Sun, O-X-E-L-A-S-U-N whom you can also find on Instagram.